goes up. One and two and three and four.
thank you, bell ringers, keeping it in the family today. Good to have you. Church of the Warm Heart, good morning. I, I see red people. I see red people out here. Good to have you. If you're not wearing red, don't worry. Uh, this, is, this is just something we do on Pentecost. Uh, birthday of the church, the day when the Spirit came to the disciples. Pentecost, 50 days after Easter is where we are. Uh, and uh, the Memorial Day weekend, the unofficial start of summer. It is so good to see each and every one of you. And if you're joining us online, welcome to all of you. We pray that you find a blessing in today's service. For we know that we are blessed because of you as well. Uh, Miss Faye Gabriel is our worship leader today. And she may or may not have some announcements. I absolutely do. I always, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a seat. I know, I know. Faye. <laughs> oh, don't you love it? My goodness, good morning, Easter children. And today we'll be children of fire. Isn't that right? Children of fire. That's right, with the tongues of fire. Anyway, good morning. I'm Faith Gabriel, and it's my pleasure and my honor to serve as your worship leader today. I do have some announcements. It's hard to believe, but June is just around the corner. Uh, a pretty short corner. It's just this week. And in 11 days, 200 Methodist pastors and church representatives will be here at the Church of the Warm Heart for annual conference. Annual conference has not been hosted by a church since the 1960s. That's older than me. No. <laughs> Other way around. They are usually at a college or hotel conference center. We're looking for volunteers to help the conference go smoothly. Passing out lunches, moving tables, checking bathrooms, directing traffic, singing in the choir. You name it and we need it. Check with Lisa on where you can get plugged in. And there's no need for an extra long cord to get plugged in. God will do that for you. You just let us know and come. The annual conference goes from June 8th to the 11th. You might notice that the 11th is on a Sunday, and they'll be using our sanctuary for services that morning. We will be having one service at Kleiner Park on Sunday, June 11th at 10.30. When you get there, find the band shell. It's kind of towards the north and towards the east. Or just listen for the church music playing through the giant speakers that we'll be renting. And that's two weeks away. The day after that service in the park is the first day of Vacation Bible School. Keep the kids and the volunteers in your prayers that week as we turn our facility again into the Jerusalem marketplace. Sign up today to be a part of that. We can use your help. Today is also, besides Pentecost, also the weekend when we honor our veterans for their service and their sacrifice. We thank you. A few weeks ago, also, we celebrated mothers. And I just wanted to just give a a little short story, I promise, about um, Keith's dad and mom. Keith's dad served in the military, and then when he returned, the two of them served our nation by working at Hanford, Washington, at the nuclear site. And they were part of the Manhattan 
project. But I have a true story, and that's a true story, but I have another true story about his mom much later in life that I was just reminded of recently. She had no driver's license. Thank you, God. And um, so Keith had to take her to the driver's license bureau to get um, an ID there that she could use for voting and at the bank and various things. And all the questions you know that they ask you there. One of the questions the little gal clerk asked his mom, well, Bessie, would you like to be an organ donor? She was quiet for a moment, and then she said, you know, I no longer have a piano or an organ. (laughs) God bless you, and welcome. Let's take a moment (laughs) and greet those around us in Christian love and then remain standing for the opening hymns.
Please remain standing as we affirm our faith together. The words should be on the screen. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic Church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated. Unless you're a kiddo, if you're a kiddo, like fifth grade and down, this is your time in worship. Uh, and if you've got kids watching on screen, it's good to have you guys here too. Come on down. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, hello. What's another way I can say hello? Let's see. Hi. Can you think of another way to say hello? Hola. Hola? What language is that? You can't remember. Spanish. Hola. Yeah. Uh, there's an old. There's a story in the uh, in the Old Testament in Genesis uh, that that the, the people were trying to build a tower. And they were trying to build a tower to, to make themselves feel important. And God, and God said, I'm going to put a stop to that. And he changed everybody's language. Boom, 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 boom. And languages appeared across the earth. That's how the Old Testament describes how we got different languages. Now fast forward a couple thousand years now. And, and we still have languages. And God wanted the disciples to go into all the world and teach them about Jesus. Now, God could have done a reverse Tower of Babel, and he said, you know what? To make it easier, we're all going to learn the same language. Boom. God has that kind of power. But God chose to do something different. Instead of everyone learning the same language, he, he gave the disciples at Pentecost the gift of, of understanding other people's languages. 
So just to practice today, because when, when you go across the world, you need to know how to say hello in different languages. So we got hola, we got Spanish. Anyone know how to say hello in French? Bonjour. Bonjour, yeah. How about you Germans out there? Gaints, guten tag, yeah. Let's see, I got, I got my cheat sheet here so I, so I could figure it out myself. <laughs> Ooh, Greek. Does anyone know Greek? Greek hello. I wanted to go, opa, but that's not Greek. That's not hello. It's um, yasis. Yasis. Hello. Hello. Do you know how Jesus said hello in Hebrew many, many years ago? Anyone have a guess? Shalom. Shalom. Let's see. Uh, ooh, uh, Japanese. How do you say hello in Japanese? Konnichiwa. Uh, uh, Chinese? Ni hao. Ni hao. I, I know there's a million di- dialects, but that's the most common one. Ni hao. Uh, ooh, India or Hindu. It's a, it's a, it's a word that I, I heard. I didn't know it meant hello, though. Namaste. Namaste. Hello. Uh, how do you say it? And ooh, if you go to Hawaii, how do you say hello? Aloha. Aloha. How do you say goodbye in Hawaii? Aloha. Aloha. It makes it easy. All right? I love it. Um, or since we're on the islands, how would, how would a pirate say hello? Arr, or ahoy, ladies, yeah. I don't know if that's in my language book. Australia, some people went to Australia recently. How do you say hello in Australia? Good day. <laughs> yeah. Cherokee, Cherokee, if you say hello. Oseo, can you say Oseo? Oseo, Cherokee. Uh, my wife took Czech, so she can understand the swear words of her grandparents. But the, uh, <laughs> what? How do you say hello in Czech? You could say ahoy. Ahoy. den. Yes. There you go. The God has God has given us many different languages, and it's it's just really neat how He gives different gifts. So with this Holy Spirit Day, we know that God has given you many gifts. He's given you some gifts, and He's given you some gifts. And he's given you some gifts, some talents that, that we don't have. We need you as a part of our church. We need you online people as part of our church because we can't do it alone. We need it, all of us here together. So maybe that's a lesson for Pentecost. Let's go into all the world together with one God, one Jesus, and one spirit. Let's pray. God above, we give thanks for these little ones, and we just pray that your blessings go upon them and their families and upon this church that they may grow in godliness, that they may grow in your favor all the days of their life and use the talents that you have given them, not only for themselves, but for the betterment of the people around them. In Christ's name, we have this hope. Amen. Thanks for coming down. And I need this for second service. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no Sunday school today. You're back, back with your parental units.
Good morning, church. Let us come together in an attitude of prayer. If you have any prayer requests or concerns, anything that is on your heart this morning that you would like to share, this is a time of our service where we share with one another. And then I will lead us in our pastoral prayer and then the Lord's Prayer, which the words will be on the screen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we give thanks for those who served our country and for those that gave their lives in that service. We remember their courage, their strength, and we remember them with gratitude. And we hold before you those who mourn, Look upon them with your comfort and your mercy. As this day brings them memories of those they have lost, may it also bring assurance that their loved ones are alive now and forever in your living presence, and that they remain forever in our hearts. Dear God, as we remember, we seek restoration and renewal. We ask that your Holy Spirit fill this space and breathe on us new life. Light in us a fire that radiates your warmth and your light. May it also illuminate a spirit of truth to guide our path. Use us, Lord. Mold us, shape us, transform us to be more Christ-like. And on this day, Lord, we gather together as as your people. We come together to pray as Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jen. As willing and able, let's stand and sing our next congregational hymn. It's in the, in the hymnal 697, America.
Our scripture reading today is from the second book of Acts. It's the birth, really, of the church and the coming of the Holy Spirit. Beginning at chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard them speaking in his own language. Utterly amazed, they asked, Are not all these men who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in his own native language? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, Visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they ask one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, They've had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These men are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says... I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. May God speak and send his blessing on the reading of his word. So a while back, our family was in Seaside. They're along the beach, and if you've ever been to Seaside, they have a carousel. And we were, we were getting in line for the carousel to do the thing as a family, and, and they were playing the old pipe organ music uh, in the background. And, and while we were waiting, 
what, a, a song came on the pipe organ. You know, it's just a tape thing, but a song came on that made my ears peak, just, just perk up just enough. And, and I thought to myself, can, can we still play this song? Is this song still okay to, to play nowadays? You know how the, the I don't want to get in the middle of the culture wars. That's, that's not me. Uh, I'm going to stay away from culture wars a, a little bit today. Um, <laughs> I, am ra- I, I am, I'm not wishy-washy. I am in the middle. I am radically in the, I'm radically wishy-washy, right? That's where I stand. But I was listening to the song, like, can they, can they be playing this? And, oh, and, and, and I know the words, because I, I learned them when I was a kid. I'm, old black Joe. And I'm, I wouldn't say that out loud, and now it's on YouTube, so I've got to be careful where I go. Uh, hmm, the world is changing. Many, many music teachers uh, today are rethinking many songs that have a, a problematic kind of history. Uh, the world's changing a little. Uh, we were just at Disneyland a while back. Uh, they're changing some of the rides. The pirates, if you've been, ever been on Pirates of the Caribbean, they no longer show them selling that that's gone. <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's sell, a, sell a bride. Um, they changed it to something else. Uh, we were on Splash Mountain like a couple weeks before Splash Mountain is totally getting a revamp, getting away from the old zippity-doo-dah kind of days. Uh, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, some of that history. That's getting overhauled. Sleeping Beauty might lose uh, uh, her kiss because she did not give consent. The world? <laughs> if I'm sleeping and Prince Charles comes over and kisses, I don't want that here. Um, but we're living in an age where old ideas are being rethought. Not that we're trying to erase the past, but maybe atone and fix uh, what, could, what could be insensitive. The word of the day, and, I, and I, I'm scared to bring it up because it's, it's just going to freak people out. Uh, the word of the day is woke. Can I hear a gasp? Because this sermon is coming from a conversation I had a little while back from someone who wanted to join the church. Pastor Mike, is your church woke? What do you do with that, right? How do you handle that? Um, I had that phone call. Are you woke? Honestly, I have no idea because that's a loaded word. Because it means something different to you and to you and to you and to you and to me. Our, our, our conference is trying to address racism in an intentional way. Does, is that woke? Our congregation is trying to be open and affirming in many different ways. But what you think that word means and what I think that word means, we are probably miles apart. And, and in these cultural wars, there seems to be no middle ground. Some take that word to mean that we are trying to totally dismantle our history and traditions, burn it all to the ground, and death to anyone who opposes. They are very, how to say this? They're very closed-minded in their open-mindedness. There's another group, though, that's trying to keep everything about our culture and norms and just tell the others, just deal with it. This is who we are. This is who we'll always be. None of those are particularly helpful. But I like to think that the word woke is just a play on the verb awake. 
It's, it's, it's the same, same, same verb, awakening, to be, more, to be made more aware. You're awake or you're sleeping. You're aware or your eyes are closed, metaphorically speaking. So are we woke? I don't know. But I do want us to be aware and open our eyes to what's going on in the world around us. Why can't we go back to the good old days when we just got along? Remember those days when we just got along? I don't remember those days. (laughs) There was always something. Even in the Bible, there were splits and fights and grudges. In the New Testament, you have the in the New Testament you have the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. After that, you have the Acts of the Apostles, and then you get all the letters, right? All the letters: Corinthians, Colossians, Ephesians, Philippians. You get the whole, all the epistles, the letters. And almost all of the letters in the New Testament were written to try to get people to get along. They weren't written, Paul just didn't say, this is what I believe. No, Paul was writing, and, and, and Peter and John and those who wrote the epistles, they were writing to actually talk about the divisions and the fights going on in the church. People wrote to Paul in Corinth, where we get Corinthians. Paul, here's, this is our problem with Lydia. Here's our problem with this guy. Here's our problem. What should we do? And Paul writes back, and that, those are the letters, and they're, they're, they're letters that they write to fix the congregations, or at least just simmer down a little bit. Paul wrote his letters because people were complaining about other people. We've never done it like this before. Paul's like, we've never done this before. <laughs> this is a new church. I love Paul's line in 2 Corinthians. Uh, take a read. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone is the same God at work. All these are the work of one and the same spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. Paul, speaking to the church in Corinth, is trying to break up their little petty jealousies. Who has the better gift? Is it prophecy? Speaking in tongues, working miracles. Paul says, we are, we're we're one church with different gifts and different talents. Paul says, quit your bickering in in, in a nice way in the Greek. We each all have different gifts, but not the same gifts. No gift is better. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is diverse. With people from many different backgrounds. Many different ages. Many different nations. Many different tongues. And we even have different thoughts and ideas. The Pentecost experience that we read in Acts isn't much different. On this day, the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples in a dramatic way. People from all around knew that something happened. It sounded like a wind. All right, let me hear the wind. 
and they heard thunder crack. Let me hear thunder. There was a church that we went to back, uh, oh gosh, it's, it's been 25 years now. Uh, that This church went all out. It's where I got the idea to wear red on Pentecost. Um, but they, got, they had huge fans up here, and they blew on the congregation, and they had thunder and lightning sounds going through. And then, uh, it was a little, little dramatic, and they had lights flashing, and, but uh, I'll, I'll wear red. On this day, the Holy Spirit came in, dramatic, in a dramatic fashion. The sound of the Holy Spirit was so loud that people gathered to see what was going on. They're confused not only by this loud sound, but they hear the disciples speaking in their own language. Now, Pentecost is typically thought of as the birthday to the Christian church. We'll have a birthday cake in the Family Life Center. There actually is a cake in the Family Life Center that at coffee hour, go get your cake. It's a birthday. This proto-church is a church of immigrants who speak different languages from different countries. And the Holy Spirit and the church honors this diversity and the individuality of people. We are not alike, you and I. You're different than the person sitting next to you. If you and the person sitting next to you are exactly the same, one of you is unnecessary. (laughs) God speaks to different people in different ways. Pastors are different. I'm different than Pastor John. Can I hear hear an amen? Amen. Pastor John's different from me. Can I hear an amen? amen? Yeah, we all have different talents and different things. Uh, just as we have different Sunday school teachers who bring different gifts, just as we have different lay leaders and, and le- who, who bring different stories and different things to the table. God needs them all. He needs what you have. You have a gift. You have a gift that the people around you do not have. And we need you. The Spirit loves diversity, people with different gifts and talents and hopes and dreams. And I pray that our church embraces this kingdom of God because I, I know the world is changing. And I'll probably go kicking and screaming into this future. I don't do change very well. I, I don't do Twitter. I don't do Instagram. The people at the second service will freak. You're all probably fine. But I still write checks. Can you believe that? I still write checks. Oh, yeah, some of you are there. Woo! I don't know if that needs applause. So I do a lot of weddings, right? And, I, and, and if you're a member of my church, I don't charge a thing. You pay my salary. God bless you. Um, but if you're not a member of the church and you're like, hey, we're getting married. Can you do our wedding? Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah here's, here's the honorarium. And I ask for a deposit. And, uh, you know, I get a check, because I'm old school. I don't do Venmo or anything like that. I, I want cash or a check. Um, and so I get a check from the young couple, and the deposit is check 1010, like something like that. Eight months later, I get the check for the rest of the wedding, 1011. Like, it's the next check. <laughs> Eight months, they had, you didn't write, oh, I know. I used the word yellow pages the other day and my kids looked at me like I lost my ever loving. (laughs) But I know how to use a rotary phone. And I know how to write cursive. (laughs) And I could read a map and more importantly, I know how to fold it back up so it can fit in the glove box. (laughs) 
but I'm learning because the world is changing. A couple months ago, I actually took a picture of a check to deposit it, right? It's, it's a different world. And, and, and the kids are teaching me more about volunteering. The, the kids today, they volunteer more than my generation ever did. And they care about each other maybe a little bit more than my generation did. And they're more accepting and more loving than maybe my generation was. I'm learning. I'm going kicking and screaming, but I'm learning. I hope that we are aware or awake enough to see how the Spirit is moving in this day and age. Because I'll be honest, I need you in my life. I need you in my life, and you need others in your life. I just saw, just saw a, a recent poll uh, yesterday came across. Uh, like 60% of us feel lonely. 60% of us. That's, that's, that's crazy. And then I think about it, yeah, that's, it, it, it's true in my life. Uh, you know, I got, I got a wife, I got kids, I'm happy, and I know all of you. But I have more acquaintances than friends. But I need you to bring fresh perspectives and your life experience to inf- help me inform mine. Too often I am closed off in my own little world. A friend of mine a while back asked me, Mike, do you, do you have any black friends? And I thought about it and I said, you know, I really don't even have white friends. <laughs> I got to work on this. Like, uh, it, it's not a race thing. It's a friend thing. Right? I need to broaden my, broaden my circle. Because God has given you talents and has given you gifts to bless the rest of us. Are we woke? I don't know. But I pray that we're awake. Awake enough to see how our gifts could be used to bless each other. Awake enough to understand that when we know better, we do better. Awake enough to remember the hurtful parts of our history, not to erase them, but to learn from them. And awake enough to celebrate our true callings, to do justice, kindness, and to walk humbly with our God. The Spirit came at Pentecost. And the disciples were awoken to a new world. May the Spirit come for us as well. You are the church. I am the church. And if you know the line, finish it with me. We are the church together. And the family of God said, Amen. As we come to our offering, a word of thanks to those who faithfully participate in the giving to our church. You make this place and its ministries happen. Uh, I'd like to highlight things that go on in the life of the church. I just want to highlight some of our tech stuff. Uh, In the last uh, year or so, we put a lot of resources upstairs to make uh, ministry happen uh, to our online guests. And if, if you're online... You know, you might see the uh, offertory plate pass around. You could participate as well. There's, there's, a, there's a link that you can click uh, to give to this church to make sure that we can keep doing what we do. Thank you for your offering today.
As willing, let's stand for our doxology and offertory prayer. doxology come from? Because it sounds like it's a study of doxes, right? Doxology. Uh, 1500s, Roman Catholic Church. At that time, the priest was the only one that sang in the service. No congregational songs. Only the priest. Because the people wouldn't mess it up. It's Latin, right? It's, and, and if we say the wrong thing in church, God's going to misinterpret and do something horrible. So only the priest could talk. Uh, and there was a pushback and pushback and pushback. Let us sing. Let us participate. The very first uh, song that the congregation was allowed to sing. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. That's the doxology. Um, that's why we still sing it on Sundays. It was the first song that we were allowed to sing. Next time you're on Jeopardy. All right. <laughs> Our offertory prayer, please. Holy God, thank you for making Jesus the author of life, whom you raised from the dead. As we reach out to the people in our community, may they draw closer to you. Let our offering contribute to the ongoing work of your servant Jesus, here and now. Amen. And of course, on this Pentecost, we are going to close with, we are the church together.
and all the time. To let you know what's coming up sermon series wise, in June we're going to have a sermon series based on some of the old traditional hymns of our faith. We'll take a hymn each Sunday and kind of delve into its history, those that have kind of a fun backstory. And then after that, we're going to get into a Ten Commandments series. How many sermons do you think will come out of that? Ten. Ten. All right, we're good. Uh, and that'll take us actually all the way through two parts of September. But uh, Ten Commandments, but they'll be grace-filled and, and uh, filled with life. We pray that you join us for those. May the God that brought us together go with us now and forevermore, that as the Spirit comes, may we listen, may we pray, and may we serve. Go in peace. But after the prelude, because you don't want to miss it. <laughs>